Hey there, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee, and I'm a life coach specializing in traumas and addictions. And today, I want to talk to you about building confidence, specifically habits that help you feel more confident. Here's the thing. Everyone says, I want to feel confident about myself. I want to be able to take new initiatives and just feel good about myself. But how do you get to that point where you just feel like you're slaying it day after day. Well, if you're interested in learning how to do that, we're going to get to some really good tips coming to you after this short break. Hey, 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 and we're back. So glad that you're here. So if this is your very first time listening, the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast is not just designed for introverts or for entrepreneurs. It's designed for anybody who wants to improve how they relate with other people and more importantly, how they understand themselves. Here's the thing. There are so many people who are just ebbing and flowing and not really having purpose and having a sense of identity of who they are and what they want. And I'm hoping that as you're listening to this podcast, you'll be able, it doesn't matter if you are entrepreneur or not, you can be able to have a sense of identity so that you can be able to make the right decisions and avoid things that are going to cost not not just monetarily, but emotionally. So if you haven't done so already, make sure you hit the follow subscribe button wherever you're listening. That way, as soon as I drop a new episode, you'll be able to listen to it lickety split. And for those of you guys who have been listening, have been enjoying this podcast, I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. It's been quite a journey to be more vulnerable about myself, tell more stories about things that I've experienced and obviously sharing some insight that I've learned working with my clients along the years. And so if you've been listening for some time, I just want to thank you and appreciate for just you continuing to listening. Would greatly appreciate if you've been enjoying this podcast for some time to write a review. I know I've got like people on Spotify as well as Apple Podcasts, like that that's the majority of people that are on my channels. And I would love to, you know, either write a review, write a comment. And I know in Spotify there's a section where you can answer the question like what did you enjoy about this podcast or what thoughts that you have and I love to hear from you I want to publish it I want to just amplify these kind of voices because if we're just staying isolated like no nothing's getting done and more importantly no one's really growing and so we grow when we know that other people are along the same lines growing and healing so I really greatly appreciate that also check me out on Twitter I'm on my handle is Denise G Lee you can see me write. I'm typically writing more long form these days about about specifically love and communication and understanding who you are. Here's the thing. We live in a world where there's three main forms of communication, where we're either intimidating people with threats. You better do this or I'll not do X, Y, and Z. Or we're seducing people with, with guilt. Well, don't you know how much I care about you? But we can be able to communicate with love. And love requires us having clarity about who we are, what we want, and more importantly, what we need. So that we can eliminate the ambiguity. And then we can get clarity and get things done. I've met so many people in the later stage of their lives who have just been in and out, waffling, indecisive. And it's because they don't have that sense of clarity. And that's what we're going to be having in these kind of conversations. If you've been enjoying this podcast, also check out denisegelee.com. There you'll be able to read some of my articles. 
uh, obviously inquire about working with me one-on-one -on -one. and there's just tons of good resources there obviously my courses are there too and because I want to make sure that I fully support you in all areas and then lastly I wanted to say that a lot of us are repeating things that we have learned from our trainers and when I say your trainers I'm specifically talking about your parents or your parent figures or churches or our education system or your early years working they've taught us messages for better or for worse that really impacted our worldview and our outlook and if you're interested in learning how you were trained in your life script check out the banner on denisegelee.com there you'll be able to check out your life script and understand who you are i don't really know your life script unless you take it it's 10 to 15 minutes it's totally free of charge and you get some good fabulous resources uh, that you can be able to take advantage of that. I'm also going to leave all these links in the show notes below so that you can be able to access that. All right, that is a, wow, that's a lot of intro. Let's get straight into to this, uh, this episode about confidence building activities. You know, I've met a lot of people over the years and they always say to me, Denise, you've, you're, you seem really confident. You seem like you have a good grip of like who you are and your identity. And I would not sit here and lie to you and say that I always was a confident person because that's not true. To be honest with you, it came as an evolution. And I was talking with a client about it this morning that mostly everything that I write about on Twitter, everything that I write about my articles and I'm talking with you about is coming from this, if I could talk to the 28-year-old version of Denise, what would she need to hear? What would really shift her? What would motivate her? What would encourage her? Because for those of you who don't know the 28-year-old version of Denise, let me just kind of paint a picture. 28-year-old version of Denise was extremely angry, self-conscious. I remember even one moment where somebody was trying to give me advice. And I said to the person, I said, look, here's the thing. Don't try to correct me, even if I'm wrong. I just don't want to hear it. That's how I was so self-conscious and insecure. I didn't even want anyone to say anything to me other than praises and affirmation. And guess what happens when you're around people who just want to praise and cheerlead you? You are a very big person in a small package, meaning that you're, you've got this huge ego, but you've got nothing to show for it. And that was me. I puffed myself up. I would say a, a bunch of things that I thought was cool, but there was no depth to me. And it's very interesting as I say that because I'm thinking about a conversation with some uh, a person that uh, is literally a quack coach. And I'm going to be talking a little bit about that uh, later on this week about signs of a quack coach or someone who's basically a fraudster or scamster and I remember talking with her she said she was a coach huh. and but she was just throwing out buzzwords giving no context giving no explanation and very aggressive very just borderline inflammatory in terms of the statements that she would make about certain people and certain things and I really thought to myself like wow this is a, reminds me about that 28-year-old Denise. And so, and this woman is probably in her, her 50s. Uh, and anyway, what I'm trying to say is that there are, are a lot of us that are feeling very angry, very vengeful, very insecure, very envious of other people. And it should not be a surprise that there's a lack of confidence. 
Because how in the world can confidence and insecurity coexist in the same space? And this is not to, if you're in that spot right now where you feel insecure about things that are going on in your life or things that happened in the past, this is not to condemn you or shame you. Because look, I'm telling on myself right now, I'm telling you all the things that I have struggled with so that it can give you the the inspiration to say, hey, you know, we can move, we can evolve from the situation. And what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to share with you tips that have helped me in my routine, in my life, build confidence. And hopefully as you're listening, you can be able to take note of your life and go, okay, these are things that I can do. Because here's the thing, no matter what I say, you can listen to this podcast multiple times during the day, right? <laughs> you know, have at it. But if you don't do these habits that I'm going to suggest, I'm, it's going to guarantee you that you're going to feel stuck and you're going to feel lonely and you're going to feel sad. You're not going to do anything to move yourself into where you want to be. It doesn't matter how many podcast episodes that you listen to from me or anybody else. It's going to take action because here's the thing. We have done a great job of nurturing our insecurities and our fears and our anxieties and our worries. We ruminate about them. We think about that. And guess what that happens in your brain? You're laying down neural preferences in your mind. And you're, every time you start thinking, I can't do this, your mind will actually manifest the energy and to create circumstances that will confirm it. And I talk all about this a lot in Amazing Attitude. Amazing Attitude is a 21-day program, a self-study program, where I talk about how to rewire your brain so that you can be able to stay focused on positive things. Because for so many of us, including that 28-year-old Denise I'm talking about, I was stuck on feeling sad and miserable. And it shouldn't be a shock that I didn't get anywhere professionally because I was so darn miserable all the time. So without further ado, I'm going to share with you six confidence building habits. Get a pen, get a notepad, something to write down. And if journaling or writing down is not an option, at least listen carefully and take a mental note of what the things I have to say. Because here's the thing, everything that I'm going to be, that I'm talking about, you actually need to start doing immediately. That's like the only way for you to be able to grow emotionally, physically, spiritually. And when I say physically, for some of you guys, you might need to improve your health. I don't know. It just depends on what your goals are. So these these are what have helped me, these tips, and I know it's going to help you. And the number one thing that I have to say is my number one tip, and I'm going to go down the line, is take risk. Take more risk. Here's the thing. For a lot of us, the reason why we don't have confidence is because we want to stay in the tried and the true and the predictable. And I get it evolutionary like with our the way we are built as human beings we're built to stay safe in the caves amongst like other people it's once said that most people will be born and die within 300 miles from where they live they want to be surrounded with their friends and their family they don't want to sever connections and i understand that for some point where if we want to have good mental health, we need connections and community and nothing's nothing's wrong with that but here's the thing if you have a dream about growing your business and that may take you 5,000 miles away from your homeland, then you have the obligation of doing something that will take you outside of that comfort zone, that will push you into an area that maybe you might need to learn a new language. Maybe you might need to 
abandon some ideas and ideologies that, again, from your trainers, from your community, from your religion, from your whatever, that is interfering with what you believe your heart is calling you to do. Now, I'm not saying that you need to abandon a form of rebellion, a form of trying to avoid unresolved emotional issues. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about this idea of what am I interested in doing that is really stirring my heart? And I, th- this is like, I want to just drop this book reference because it's on my mind right now. I mean, there's books like What's, co- What's the Color of Your Parachute? There's Rick Warren's Purpose Driven Life. But, you know, for me, when I think about taking risk, it's literally, for, it's coming from my own Christian background, you know, edit, filter it from whatever your own background is, because I'm just only speaking from my own experience, okay? Is for me, I always ask. I ask, ask God, you can ask the universe, whatever, what's driving in your heart and then examine the burdens of your heart and then see look for confirmation either from people or circumstances or things that you're drawn to and d be deliberate and that's and then e execute and that's all part of risk taking being able to just like examine the things that are around you we're not just being frivolous and just jumping on any kind of bandwagon we're taking deliberate action so that we can be able to see out what's in our heart. Too many people are dying without doing even half the things that they talk about or even write about or dream about. So take more risks. Remember, even if you can't do it right now, not now is not never. You can always put plans in place talk with people. Here's the thing. When I think about even the thing, I remember four years ago, somebody put the bug in my ear and they said, you know what, Denise, you'd be really great if you have a podcast. You you have such a phenomenal, you know, presence and some stories that you could share. And I remember thinking to myself, oh no, I can't do it. It'll be too expensive. I don't know what to say. And I'm, I'm like over 400 episodes deep now in it. And it's because I took a chance on myself. What are you needing to take a chance on right now in your life? That something that's been in your head for quite some time and you just need to get the guts and do it. Here's the thing. Women get what they want in life when they know what they don't want because they're in touch with their feeling intuition. Men get what they want in life when they know what they want and they have the guts to go after it. So are you having the guts to be in touch with who you are? Are you? That's just, that's, I don't know that. Only you know that, okay? Now, the next thing that I want to talk with you about confidence building tips is the second thing is stay curious. Here's the thing. This world is so freaking amazing. Like, I'm always amazed about new things that are going out. I remember this weekend, somebody was getting me in touch with this particular issue and I got a little curious about a particular type of health and wellness product and I started going down the rabbit hole and I I found out these kind of products that are not even mainstream yet and they're being funded by Indiegogo and some other project uh, other investor groups and here's the thing when you want to build confidence that means you're going to have to keep an open 
eye out for certain things. Who knows? It may lead you into a new career path. It might expand your business. It might get you in touch with your new uh, life partner. I don't know. Only you know unless you figure out what is there that piques your interest. I have had many funny, scary <laughs> stories in the early years of my, hu- my with my husband when we were kind of just going around the world and exploring different places and having conversations with people. Because when you get curious, you want to ask lots of questions. And when you ask lots of questions, you want to ask more questions. And you feel confident in your ability to ask questions and to be able to investigate. Most people who build new things are perpetually curious. So don't get stuck in thinking to yourself like, I know everything. There's so much more that we can't even spend even the rest of our lifetime. I mean, heck, think about even AI. Think about there's so many different types of AI. Obviously, everyone knows about ChatGPT. But do you know like there's AI for Expedia for travel? There's AI for language. There's AI for copywriting. There's AI for everything. So even if a computer, a computer has to be focused on one particular genre, don't you think that we have to be curious for ourselves if we want to grow and expand and learn? That's how the computer gets better is because it gets more specific information on specific issues. You got to get curious. You got to get all those questions in so you can learn and explore yourself. Okay. Number three is be consistent. Here's the thing. A lot of people, the reason why they're not confident is because they're here, they're gone. They go, they get, a, they get a little enthused and they get a little distracted and then they're off to the races doing something else. And like, look, here's the thing. Success builds on success. And the only way that you can feel confident about yourself is that you've got notches on your belt. You've got stripes on your sleeve. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't have any more idioms after that. I'm fresh out. But do you get what I'm trying to say? Like a lot of the people that are not feeling confident is because they quickly abandon the moment something bad happens to them. And I get it. Again, it's back to our biology, who we are as human beings. We want to feel good. And here's the thing. If we are only focused on things that make us feel good and affirm us, that we can't grow. The other day I was uh, watching this, I, I, I'm, for, I'm forgetting the actual name of the person, forgive me, but it was watching this 1989, it was a a skiing competition it was figure skiing competition and this there was this young lady she was from well she's not young anymore she was france and she was doing a backflip while skating i was like what is this do you think she just got on the ice and just did a backflip just on a whim one day and they were saying that this is a particularly dangerous activity to do. And that she actually got fined on her technical points because she, it's not, you're not supposed to do that. It was, Olympic, it was an Olympic event. And the point I'm trying to make is that in order for her to be able to do a feat like that, that took hours of practice. And folk want to be up on stage and do at TEDx or some or they want to be talking with their role model, Oprah or whoever, whoever your role model is, insert their name into them, into the, the title of, of your mind and say, 
or this particular event that you want to do. And everyone wants to be famous. Everyone wants to do all these things, but they don't want to clock in the hours. And that's about being consistent. Even when you're not getting the praise, even when you're not getting the affirmation, even when people even don't care and notice what you're doing. Are you showing up for yourself? Forget about other people. And yeah, of course, people, we want that quick payout, but that's not how confidence build. Confidence is built in the day in the day out. Are you being consistent? Do you have a schedule? Are you working it out day after day? Do you have a plan in place so that you can be able to, if you need to get a babysitter or lock yourself in a closet for 15 minutes. I don't know what you got going on in your business, your personal life. But the reason why a lot of us don't feel confident is because we don't have a consistent routine. We just kind of go with the wind. Okay. It takes discipline to be able to feel good about yourself. You just don't earn it by, by chance. Now, the fourth thing I want to share with you is focus on the present. (sighs) This is a really hard one from some of you guys because you, some of you guys are so focused on anything but the present. You're thinking about all the bad things that have happened to you in the past, or you're thinking of worrying about the things in the future. You know, I want to uh, share with a great book that you need to read is uh, the, the book Getting to Yes. And he also wrote the follow-up book, Getting to Yes with Yourself and Other Worthy Opponents. You can check that out on Amazon. I really recommend the Getting to Yes with Yourself and Other Worthy Opponents because in the book, the reason why people don't win in life is because they're not winning with themselves. They're constantly hyper-focused on things that they don't have control on. And the only thing that we have control on, and I talk about this so much, is getting in touch with who you are and your feelings. And so many of us are so busy distracting themselves with politics or current events or pop culture wars or whatever. And we're like, and and it's great to get yourself revved up on the anger and the adrenaline, but it also does a bang up job of distracting you from the stuff that you can control. And... For a lot of us, we've been so hooked on the adrenaline of anger and frustration and self-pity that we've never paused and asked ourselves, okay, how is this really helping me? Am I even going anywhere good with this? So when we're focused on the present, where what it means is we're focusing on our own business, our own needs. And also focusing on the present means we're we're stopping this whole multitasking business. I mean, good grief, there's so many studies out there that said that you can't multitask. In fact, you are less efficient when you're trying to surf the web, write an article, listen to the music, try to have a conversation with another person. Like it's just, it's just maddening. Focus on what you have right in front of you. Your, what is your top plate activity and double down on that. And then when you're done with that, move on. And I know some of you guys are so addicted to a, a excitement and chaos because it's so reminiscent of your home life. And I'm telling you right now, you don't have to do that, boo-boo. You don't have to do that. We can be fully aware of ourselves in our present moment taking the sights the smells the sounds like we don't have to be stressed and anxious i'm like am i missing this we, we, we don't have to have this fomo business going on we can just focus on what's right in front of us and we don't have to be stressed and angry about what other people are doing because they have their own issues 
We had got our own issues to worry about and they got their own issues, okay? So let's focus on us and what we got going on right now in our lives so that we can live a happy and fulfilled life, okay? And the next thing I want to talk with you, number five, is prioritizing self-care. I remember talking with a client of mine many years ago and he had perpetual lower back pain. He was in a horrific car accident and even after the physical therapy, he would still have this lingering aching pain and made and what made matters worse is that he had a desk job and he would just sit just you know writing away for hours on end and this by the end of the like the day like his back would just spasm and he would every like two months or something like that he would literally be bedridden and i'm like this we were talking about his back pain his back spasms like this is insane why are you doing this and he and he was he would make excuses and say well I don't have time well you got time to be sitting on a desk for five hours plus a a clip writing you have time to be doing other things and you may be asking as I'm telling this story about back spasms and all this business like what does it have anything to do with confidence well glad that you asked here's the thing confident people Understand that we are living in finite physical bodies and the best way we can be able to have a good mindset, think clearly, is when when we're not in pain. And too many of us have become addicted to discomfort and pain and displeasure. And But if you want to be able to think positively, you're going to have to be focusing on the things that help your mind, body, and soul feel good about themselves. So this is the time that I'm going to implore you to take care of yourself. I'm not necessarily saying that involves going to a spa. Heck, it could involve you taking up a new hobby that has nothing to do with your work, going for regular walks, visiting, going to the pool. For some of you guys, you've been lifelong swimmers and you stopped swimming because, quote unquote, your job or your hustle got in the way of of things that help your mind, body, and soul feel better about. And so I'm telling you, honey, go back to those things. Go re- go back to the things that made you feel good about yourself and your, your self-worth and your identity. That's how you can be able to build more confidence is that you have things that make you feel good, give you purpose, and make you enjoy life. Look, life can be as hard <laughs> or as easy as your mindset allows it to be. So treat your mind well and treat your body well by imploring, deploying rather self-care tactics, okay? And I don't care what it is. Just find something that soothes your mind, your body, or your soul, or per- all three. I mean, for me personally, I walk no less than six miles a day. The only thing that stops me from walking outside is inclement weather, or if I'm sick, and even when I'm sick, I'll just walk a slower pace, okay? There's no excuse for me because it makes me feel good, okay? And the last thing I want to share with you as part of of self-care is network more. Here's the thing. When I was early in recovery and learning to be healthier mentally and emotionally, I would just associate with people who were just as sick and sad and depressed as me. And the reason why I didn't really have confidence in myself is because they were echoing back all the negativity that I felt about myself and how I view the world. And if you want to be able to grow emotionally, spiritually, 
you're going to be able to actually network specifically with people who have a healthy mindset, a healthy outlook. They're going to be able to bounce off, echo off the things that will affirm what you view in the, in the world. And so instead of viewing the world as doom and gloom, nihilistic kind of thinking, why don't you associate with the people that make you feel good about living life? I don't know about you, but I associated with a lot of man-hating women. And during that time, it shouldn't be a shock. I never had a serious relationship that lasted longer than three months because I was so busy talking with women that were just hate, had so many unresolved daddy issues that I couldn't even objectively see my part in the demise of the relationship. And therefore, I was unable wasn't able to learn the lessons so I can graduate into a healthier relationship the next go around. That's the power of networking with positive people. Not just any kind of people, but positive people. Obviously, you're connected with me. That's a step in the right direction. Amplify that more by investing in yourself, investing in courses and material that will help you to be able to find other people with like interests and so that you can be able to grow more. Okay. Now I'm going to kind of just repeat everything that we've talked about in the interest of time and then just kind of give you my final thoughts about this. Obviously we talked about taking more risk, staying curious, being consistent, focusing on the present prioritizing self-care and obviously networking more with positive people. But my question to you is, what area do you need to focus on more? Do you need to get a routine? Do you need to drop some negative people or, or limit their influence in your life? Do you need to just invest in that course or do that next thing, whatever that next thing is? Do you need to drop the drama? I don't know what that is. You, only you know you. But I'll say this. In order for you to be more confident in yourself, it takes you getting out of your comfort zones. Zones, plural, because who knows what you're going through other than you. You know you the best right now. And so let's drop the drama and ask ourselves, what do I need to do right now? And I'm, I'm tired of making excuses for myself. And I'm tired of amplifying my fears. What can I do? That's the question I'm asking you. Okay. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. As always, I enjoy our conversations. Obviously, let's talk via Twitter or Spotify or all the other platforms that got going on. Links are obviously in the show notes below. And if you're interested in working with me, obviously, you can check that out too. But above all, I just want to make sure that you are fully supported. So understand that you are going to go as far as your mindset will allow it. So choose to think positively. And if you enjoyed this podcast, make sure you share this podcast, write a review and all that fun stuff. Well, again, thank you so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.